This is The Morning Shift. If you'd like to help shifters, Listen, baby. make sure we're in auto download. For more instructions, head to our Instagram. No enough, Let's push. Let's push. Give me some. Let's go. Never fold. Ten toes down, baby. You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by Uno Media. Yes, kia ora, good morning, good evening and everything in between. We're back for a Mahi Monday and this one right here for our morning shifters. From our misters to our sisters, we back for another show just in case you missed us. Do the dishes! It's all powered by You Know Media. Good morning, good afternoon, all of that goodness. That's right, Fano, we've got you covered like a sundress. No long played out ads, no bad vibes, real people, real yarns. Everything you want, nothing you don't. Yeah, we're not AI. Man, we're back for another Mahi Monday. You had all I'm weekend, so... man. That was the same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Someone had to say it. I'll give it to Friday. 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 We back, though. How's everyone? We good? We sweet? We're great. I'm fine. I'm happy. Let's get it, get it. Wait, we... I'm so sorry. I just went blank there. What did you say? You had the whole weekend. I don't know. What did you say? What the hell? You, you, you just go to me. You had the whole weekend, man. Like, oh no, you had the whole weekend to write out your new script for the the intro at the start. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Boy, good start to the week. Bro, you worked four days last week, my boy. Actually, no, that's, that's my winter. That's my, that's my nephew winter. Yeah, I worked. Yeah, how, was my, how was my nephew? Better. He's at school today, so they we're walking in the right direction. He was, um, man. Thursday, Friday, Saturday was just drugged up in the most in the best way, but he, he came around <laughs> and he he's back to. Back to himself. So yeah, we're good. We're, right, how we're quick? Good. How quick and guilty are we as parents? Like drugged up, Phew, in a good way. In a very good way. He got a sleep bag. He got to sleep. He found his rhythm. He, he wasn't doing crack. <laughs> but you're good. All right. Uh, what's on the show, real quick? Um, we we want to look for or search for something. I don't want to say what that is just yet because when I say it, I want it to be the first person that pops into your head. So. Just just hold on to that. We want to talk about some red flags as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a, a nice little voice memo. And then sports rap is in there too. But we always start, guys, with what we like to call an absolute board. And I got the honors today. I don't want to muck around. I just want to kind of get to it. But I feel like it's a really good Monday song. Let's start the week right with a little bit of this. Mahi Monday, let's pull. Remix. This is Mahi Monday. The grind is back. You look around, you say, hey, hey. If you want it, you can get it. Let me know. Let me know. What the fuck is going on? Let's go. Mahi Monday. If you want some, come get some. Oh, you know the way. That's all I know. Let's go. Nice, bro. That's how starts the week. That's the Mahi Monday start. Matsu Mark, good to have you back. Jordan, how are you, man? Yeah, I'm good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I had a great weekend. Man, we were, I feel like we were popping on social media. The shifters were popping on social media. Yeah, it was a big weekend. weekend. We had a couple good posts over the weekend. Yeah. And you know, one of my favorite ones, obviously, was uh, us talking about um, small town X, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just seeing all the comments, like, yeah. uh, 
my favorite comment actually. So if, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, we we talked about uh, small town X you get, and it was a story that I heard from my friend where she changed the her and her friend back when they were lived in Wanganui growing up. They changed the soldier Destiny Child song to I need a Yoza instead of a soldier, and so that was that. But this comment, um, this comment got me. They said, oh my gosh, that's like my cousins when they used to think they were Yozas and every time we listen to Closer from Neo, they just change the word. Now think about that. Oh. Think about that for a second. Think about this for a second. I want to go first, Brock, then you're going to go, okay. and then Matomak. Yosa. Yosa. Matomak. Yosa. Me. Yosa. Everyone. Yo, sir. Oh, what are we doing? All right, just knock out Jordan. <laughs> that brought me so much joy on the weekend, just thinking about like it's so close. Saying yo, but like there's always that cousin that's like, like some of the some of you know that it's a joke, but that cousin's just like doesn't think it's a joke. He's actually like yo, <laughs> Anyway, I've loved. Uh, thank you for. All the reshares and all the comments and giving us love, Fano. It was a big weekend, very, very big weekend. Mark, how was your weekend? You know, it was good. I had, uh, um, I got invited into a Facebook kind of like messenger chain. Oh wow! Yes. No, um, and <laughs> it was it was funny because I learned that it's been twenty three years since I was at high school last. Wow! Like seven form finish. Yeah, like I'm old as dust. You finished in two thousand? Yeah, well, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, ninety nine was my last year. I, you know, I didn't even care finishing in nineteen ninety nine either because I always thought to myself. The world's over anyways. Like, it's not going past. The clocks don't go past 2000, you know, 1999. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> all that kind of jazz. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was interesting because I caught up, well, I started reading about some of the people who were in my class. And it's real, yeah, it was almost a little bit sad because in, in a nice way, like, it came, brought back those memories of high school. And we all have them, right? We all have memories of high school. I'm but yeah. it was kind of forced in on me. And I was like, oh, wow. So good to see Raymond Whitley now living in Thailand. Grows marijuana. Medical really? marijuana. He's got like a massive warehouse. He imports wine. Probably a multi-millionaire. Lives over in Thailand. What was he like in school? Yeah. Was he someone that you want success to find him? I mean, <laughs> he was. What would he? He was very. Uh, he was very to himself, but you know, he was very smart on computers and stuff like that. So you always felt like he was going to be successful. And then, like, <laughs> you know, you look down and you're kind of like, oh, who's the least successful? I'm not going to name them, but you do see yeah, <laughs> something where you're yeah, like, yeah. oh man. Didn't work out for them. And those high expectations that yeah. come out. Oh, they yeah. didn't become the doctor. But anyway, it was nice. It was nice to reminisce. Where are you sitting in the pack? I don't know. I reckon I'm probably... Mark Pitt, yeah. podcaster. Yeah, no, exactly, yeah. <laughs> hey, Currently where were you too, <laughs> It's all about... Man. It's all about jobs too. Let's man, I had, a, I had a... Obviously, some were sick, so I didn't really do anything. So I was like, man, find something somewhere. But I, I found a, an amazing piece of, like, satisfying... Satis- Satisfaction? We got there in the end. I was trying to mix two words there. Satisfaction. Satisfaction. I went to the petrol station the other day and I was filling up and my my tank was like just under halfway. Oh, you rich, my boy. But diesel was diesel was sitting good. <laughs> so diesel was just under. So I put it in and I, I let it clip and do the thing by itself. I'm talking about petrol here. Mm. Put it in the nozzle. nozzle. The nozzle in and then, you know, let it do its thing. So it's it's going and it's going and I, I look up, it's like at 90. I'm like, oh, okay, this is costing a little bit. <laughs> they go back to my phone and then it gets to 96 and I hear it like, slow down. You know how it starts slow? Yeah. So I look up and then it goes, boom, 97. But then it's really slowing down. I'm like, no, it can't make it to 100. <gasps> haven't touched it. I want everyone to know, I haven't touched it. 98. 
No, it's really slowing down. Boom, 99. And on that last... No. Ticked over to 100. Exactly 100. Exactly 100. Photo, photo didn't happen. No, no, no. I got a photo for you, my boy. Did you take a photo? Oh, bloody <laughs> hope I took a photo of this. <laughs> I absolutely much took more, a photo. Much more Brooklyn than him taking a photo of that. Eh? <laughs> Smack bang on Oh, up. wow. You did. There you go. Oh, it's there. What? It actually No, no, but it's point two on the end of it. Oh, I mean like a hundred nah, 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 number, nah, not like, like hundred exactly zero zero zero. Oh, right? exactly no, 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 no. oh what a well, it's close Shame. enough, you haters. What a, what a, what a <laughs> waste of a story. You two. Only you two could come up what with something negative out of something oh, so great. What a waste of a of a. Ch- well, I swear chicken. to God, that made me like like it only a hundred dollars. It was like a hundred and zero zero. No, but it wasn't exactly a hundred dollars. Okay, it was exactly a hundred dollars. And anyway, I'm almost in REM sleep. I'm almost in REM sleep. That, that, Oni is our new hey, one. Hey. I just made that too. Oni. Hey. Hey. A-W-M. Your weekend lip, my boy. <laughs> yeah, no, someone's six. But that, that's what I found. That's what I got out of it. So that was our weekends, guys. Let's start the show. We do it with Daily Bread. Breaking, Breaking Bread with the news of today. Haters. Still looking for a bread sponsor. <laughs> Still looking for a bread sponsor. All right, I'll go first. Uh, on the weekend... More news about technology potentially about to ruin our world comes out while we just all laugh on our phones. Future of iPhones will have the ability to copy your voice with just 15 minutes of training. Apple has announced that iPhones will soon be able to speak in your voice from 15 minutes of training. The upcoming feature, Personal Voice, will ask users to speak randomized text prompts as part of a 15-minute training session. The soft the software will then use machine learning, a form of AI, to mimic the user's voice. Now, I went on the comments and Layla, who I'm very glad commented, said, what would the point of having this be? How would this be useful to my life? Are you guys wondering that too? Mm. What do you guys think? Well, I'm worried. I'm only worried about... Yeah, I instantly go into a negative standpoint where it's like, oh, so now it knows how to use my voice. It could quite easily ring my bank give out my details, yeah. it could research everything, and it could take all my money and give it to somebody else. That's my instant thought. Mark. I was there too. That's dangerous thinking. Because you are thinking. Don't oh, do that. Don't do, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, someone someone replied to the comment about what is the point of having this. Someone said, well, if, if one needs to take a shower and you're stuck on the phone to your mother-in-law, you just turn it on and let that speak for a while. <laughs> well, we are so lazy, eh? But then other people were saying, uh, you know, it moves, in, moves us also into a space where if uh, you, you have passed away, there's like voice prompts where people can still talk to you and get some kind of reply. I don't but like then that that's either. that's just that's tapu, eh? That slows down healing, man. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Bro. Damn, that I was. I got them there, haters. I'm glad you're listening. That was. That was dead. I like that. was that. a money on the deep end. Mm, hit it. Yeah, you're usually one, far away from that. You know, I'm every like, now and then, I just want to remind everyone. Every now and hey, then, I got a couple in the bag, and I'm trying. That slows down healing. Put that one in your pocket. That's my uh, first daily bread for today. Okay, I got a little daily bread today too. Uh, age old debate. I, I actually don't care about this one, but I know a lot of people do. So I'm just trying to be. Uh, I'm doing the Lord's work on this one right here. Arguments around the house, or maybe with your partner, with your family, whatever it is, about when you go to the toilet, which way is it supposed to hang, over or under? Right, come on, it's over. I read over. I, 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 that's cool. I, I don't. I can't fight this one. I, I prefer over as well. I don't like it close to the wall. That, that's all kind of it is. Just close. To- no, because then you hit the wall, and what your hand's been up to or where it's yeah. been. Yeah, true. Fair enough. True. Well, you guys are right. 
Apparently you guys are right. So the very first thing to ever be posted about this is going back to 1891. And there's a, a <laughs> website called historydefined.org. Something. And they've come out and said that this is the first thing that was ever posted with it. This is the first thing that was ever published. So the right way to do it is over and don't let it hang under. Uh, you welcome everyone you, you in the can't household. See, but I'm looking at it right now. It looks like an ancient drawing of someone oh, yeah, sorry. drawing a toilet paper and it is over. So that debate is <laughs> yeah, just over. settled. <laughs> <laughs> Did it all. As far as I'm concerned, like, why, would it, it, why would there be any use to it being unders? Because if there's a cat in the house that likes playing with toilet paper, it just claws it up against the wall and pulls it down. Like, There's no use to it being unders. And I've just realised as I continue this conversation that no one really wants to discuss this. <laughs> to I be honest, I was glad that someone bit on the chat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a giver. I'm a you, giver. You, 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 do my that, you do that cat in there, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I wish we could just yeah, do tissues, eh? Like, honestly, I, I, we, had a, we had a stint at our house once, like growing up, where for some reason we were just jamming the tissues from the tissue box, eh, for about a month. You like that? That was something about tough times, man. not having to, you know, Tear it. Tear it? Mm. It was just like... <laughs> what, about, what about baby wipes? Baby no, wipes are where it's no, at, man. They don't no, break down. No. And they leave it feels like It feels like... It feels like... It feels like a stranger licking your bum, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it feels evasive. <laughs> Is that just me? Like, I just don't know why, but when, I, when I've tried to wipe, I'm like, this, this feels wrong. I know that it who does. Down, who, who down there? It does. What it, you doing? <laughs> what you doing down there, boy? What the Jesus? <laughs> what you doing down there, boy? Who said you could be there? Josh. <laughs> that's just oh me. Hey, that's just me, man. That's just me, man. Do yeah, the I don't. I don't like moisture on the pitch after. You know what I mean? Like uh, it has to be dried. Okay, up. I'm gonna wrap us up, guys. That's us. I'm glad that we got that far, though. With that. <laughs> Cheers, oh. you two. Nice. You lost that bread because. Woo. This gets me excited. Only. Bit of banter between Dana White. No, sorry. Um, oh, my gosh. Joe Rogan uh, started some banter between Tyson Fury and John Jones. We got there. So this is what this is what uh, Joe Rogan said uh, over the weekend. You want to talk about who's the baddest man on the planet? If John Jones and Tyson Fury are locked into a room, I'm pushing all of my chips on black. Tyson Fury is an amazing boxer. He doesn't have an effing chance in hell of making it out of that room with John Jones. Tyson Fury sees this. He says, I heard Joe Rogan say something about me, and I've been off all the social media and didn't reply to that little pee-pee, little effing <laughs> midget, bull-headed midget. <laughs> Sorry. Not a man born from a mother could take me down in a room on our own. Whatever happens in that room, I'd be walking out. No effing problem. Then John Jones replies, Hey Tyson, it seems like Joe may have struck a nerve. I'll admit there's no one touching you in the ring right now, but let's not let that but let's not let that confuse you with what would happen if you step foot in my cage. If you ever want to put some of those questions to rest, give Dana a call to help you out. Who wins that fight? I think it's one way traffic. I don't. I back Tyson Fury on this. Oh my gosh. He is just such a massive human being, and we forget he comes from traveler's blood. Travelers are different. Nah, give me hood DNA. Mm. Nah, he. Nah. Traveler's blood is better than hood DNA, uh, my boy. Hell of a lot better. It's a lot harder, it's been a lot further. Like, it is different, different. It's different. Like, it is not. Yeah, I, it's hard to explain traveler's blood, but it is very, very different. 
and he is huge. He's an immense human being. So, yep, John will probably kick in, but he's got, he's like, they're bare knuckle f fighters. Like, these dudes are built different. Like, it's hard to explain. I know, but in terms of wrestling, though, you know, John, John's going to faint, go for the legs, take him down, and then he's going to drag him into deep waters. And you watch and him rise straight back up no. and keep going. He'll go all day long, Tyson Fury. But Tyson Fury hasn't had to practice takedown defense. No, he hasn't. Over and over and And you're over. assuming he's going to get the chance to take him down. Absolutely. He's no. the best to ever do it against someone who doesn't know how to stop it. I just, yeah, he's just so much tougher and stronger mentally and physically. Than so you're saying, John okay, Jones obviously is. in a boxing ring, Tyson Fury would knock John Jones out. I agree. Just boxing, I agree. But in, 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 a, I'm U, telling in you, UFC, I'm not, Tyson no, in Fury UFC, would also win. No, no, no. In the UFC, I think John Jones, where there's rules and regulations, John Jones would probably win that. Oh, yes. But, but we're streets. talking about in a room and we lock the door <laughs> and who we comes see out? who walks out. Mattress room? Nah. <laughs> That's your daily bread. Breaking bread with the news of today. It's a Mahi Monday. Let's shift. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Good way to start this, too. There's, there's no metric, there's no uh, counting system to actually give us an answer to the question I'm going to ask. I'm going to hold off on that question just a second. So, how we got to this point of this conversation that I was having at my house over the weekend is... Conor McGregor, probably the biggest name in the UFC, he's about to get back in the ring, but with that becomes all the hoopla and, and selling the fight, and he's just dropped a four-part series on Netflix, and I was watching that over the weekend that had this little thought that went off in my head. I heard it was average. It was, it was replaying a lot of stuff, but it's smart just to get his name back. Mm. There wasn't, you didn't see too much that we probably didn't know. But we were, I was watching it, sorry, and, and Dana White said this one thing, and I was like, mm, very good thing to say. Wrong, but good question to, to ask. I'm about to say what he said, and then I'm going to give you like a quick beat, and I want you to think and think of that first person that comes to your mind. Not, not you two as well. Just anyone in the car. Dana White said that Conor McGregor is the most recognisable person in the world. Cap. Very cap. Now ask one more time, have a quick think about it. Who is it to you? Who is the most recognisable person Damn, in the I'm, world? I'm thinking, thinking now. Boom. Okay, there's your quick thought to have that one. Oh. Yeah, I know. And it has yeah. to be alive. This is the part I want to add. It has to be alive. Oh. I think I've got it. And I, I can imagine that people are going to hear it and go, <laughs> classic Brooke. All right, see you later, Jesus. He's no longer with us, if you hadn't heard. <laughs> he is, though. Well, he's in all of us. Sorry, man. No, I don't know. I just looked at the ceiling. <laughs> so, so what we were saying was, you were saying is that they have to be alive. They have to be alive. Right. That's right, Mark. They have to be alive. Okay. That's who I instantly thought of when you said. I thought of Michael Jackson, and then you said, like, and so I had to delete oh, my. Yeah. Okay. yeah, start again. Most recognizable person alive. So this is who I. This is who I think it is. Yeah, I think it's Snoop. Been around for 30 years. Sure, sure. They're like six foot four piece of coolness. I got Snoop. I he seen de He definitely more recognizable than Connor. Google, oh, with, Google, yeah, Google, yeah, yeah. Google. Without a doubt. Google right now his height. Internet doesn't work in these offices, bro. Google Snoop's height. Uh, height He's six four. Talk, talk to me. <laughs> what it is you think? Who, who you think it is, then, Jordan? <laughs> 
He's six three and a half. Are you serious? Yes. He's tall. <laughs> Why did you do that? You think he was tall? I thought he was six six. Oh no no no! That, that's just the energy he gives. That's that recognizable energy that Uncle Snoop got. My Mark, it's on Google. Mark's gonna Mark, go Google yeah, now. You're, it's you're, you're on one today. Hey, you're on one. You're on. Um, you know what? I'm jealous of that one because that's actually a that's actually a really good one. Because you wouldn't think like I feel like he wouldn't be the first name, but now that you said it, bro. He really could be. There's something in there. I, I text my mum. Now, my mum's sick. I was about to say mum's age. Mum's in the 60s. Grew up in a Catholic house. When I say they didn't have, like, um, it Jesus ain't no her? fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yes, yes. <laughs> so they didn't have Snoop playing. I sent her just a screenshot of Snoop. And I just said, who's this? And she replied with Snoop Dogg. So I'm um, saying so he can get anywhere in between that and, like, probably exactly. someone who's, like, 10 right now. I'm gonna, I know who I'm going with. I know who I'm going with. Can I lock this one in? Yeah. Obama. I hear you. I reckon Snoop's bigger. More recognisable. But then, you know, Obama's... He's going to all mainstream media globally. Well, other than countries who don't let... (laughs) There's a few who ain't. Global news happen, but then maybe Snoop don't get to their mother. There's a good chance that, you know, passing the airport, passing the bus stop... Plus in a shop You would have seen Obama I reckon there's that There's that exact same thing With Snoop First black president Most scucks president That's me What about you Matsuma? I think we have to start Especially for most Western worlds You've got to start in America And I would like to throw Donald Trump's name out there You're a big fan of me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> What's that red hat you have? Uh, no, no, no. Not a fan of Donald Trump. But um, when I think about it, he was probably first hit the scene for everyone around the 80s and 90s True. through business. Him and Hugh Hefner were massive names in America and then massive names worldwide. Uh, then as time has sort of gone on, he got into reality television. So that brought in a whole nother True. audience with his apprentice and yep. you're fired became like a, 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 it was a global phenomenon totally and then you move forward again into the, <laughs> that was on like uh, the 45th president of the United States and almost feeding off the back of Barack Obama who was really like he was awesome right to a lot of people um, but then all of a sudden in comes Donald Trump and a whole heap of things changed so he absolutely rocked the world and he was doing sitting down with meetings with Kim Jong-un and mm. you know, so he was meeting. The he took over the internet. So he goes to. So they all know who he is now too. Yeah, he took over the internet. And yeah, he's been banned from every social media site. It's it has to be Donald Trump. Ah, sure. uh, I Name still an like Snoop. That doesn't know him. Anyway, I still like Snoop. I, I think I, I did a little bit of research too. You know how big you have to be to be on ads in countries where you don't speak English. True. I, True. I found this. I want to play this out for you. <laughs> I am playing, man. <laughs> this carries on for a while. We can bring this down. Yo, I want him to be the most recognized for that. He and he and his he in a league of his own, my boy. He and his marketing bag, if he's willing to do that. That's Germany, but he also had ones in South Korea. He had a whole bunch in Asia. My boy is out here doing it. I, I know. I, maybe this is one we just throw out. So there is no right or wrong, like we said. There's no metric. But but I think let's continue this. Yeah. After this He's also the face of something that uh, the majority of people in this world have have uh, tried. I don't even know. Are we allowed to say like, full twenty? You think about that. You think about him. 
I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it either. No, neither. All right, <laughs> 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 guys. He's on his own wine bottles and stuff, though. There you go, there too. He's with Corona. Guys, we'll chuck that up on our... Um, you know what might be cool? You know what might be cool is if... Why don't, you, why don't you pick some people and send them send photos of them to your mum and then just ask your mum if they recognise them or not? And then maybe like... Can you ta- film us somewhere? Yeah. yeah. And then tag us in on stories and we'll, we'll see who's really the most recognisable. Because I feel like you have that notoriety if your mum knows who they are. Yes. Great idea. Yes. That, that's, that's the metric, the mum metric. Mama's metric. What? You got it. We we saying some bad words today, but it's Monday. We warm me back into it. Can you say the word? Notoriety. 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 You guys know what to do. This is the morning shift. Yes, it is. New media. Kia ora. Good evening. Good morning. Whatever Brooks says. That thing. Let's push. No, for real, guys. Uh, we had an awesome VUA last week that I wanted to bring to the show. Me. So we obviously asked for your advice around red flags. Here is the message. I won't say it. Oh, I almost said, said his name. Don't say the name. Don't say the name. I love this because it's just a friend trying to help a friend. Let's listen. What's up, the morning chef? Oh, that's Roger. Ozos. <laughs> just want to say massive thank you to the show, to what you're doing. I feel like you're not restricted. You're just having a good time talking about relevant topics that we all can relate to. I just wanted to give you your flowers But I have one thing I need your help on uh, One of my Uzo's One of my close mates Man he's messing with some trash oh, She's bad news She's showing all the red flags That my man needs to stay away from We're in our 30s now We can't be messing around With the wrong things The wrong people uh, We're trying to move forward You know what I'm saying But oh, my man preach. isn't seeing it He isn't seeing it Despite all of us trying to tell him So what would you do in this situation How do you handle red flags Help us. Anyway, I'm about to uh, flow like a river, but merge like a zip. There's a pool. <laughs> she must be hot as. Uh, I know why you're saying that, but we'll unpack that soon. Uh, so here's a friend trying to help a friend, but he didn't really say what the red flags were, right? So we thought we'd ask our shifters what are some red flags that they recognize in their friends or other people or to be aware of, as maybe these are what they are, and then we can talk about it. Let's okay. listen from the shifters. A uh, red flag for me will be if she has the same size shoes as you. Nah, shoes. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, red flag for me will be, you know, you just started talking to Stahina, you know, two weeks in, you know, on a Saturday evening, two weeks into your fling team, um, she messages you. <laughs> And you know, four hours later, you reply back. You know, probably be playing your PS5 or whatever, and sitting on the toilet watching Instagram reels. Um, and then you know, you reply back to him like, "Oh, sorry, just seen this up to." And then she hits you with the, um, "It's six o'clock now, and I messaged you twelve o'clock, um, six hours ago. What were you doing for six hours?" <laughs> um, yeah, that's a major red flag for me. If you bring a certain special someone <laughs> to a family dinner, or you know, to meet the parents for the first time, and um, you know, you're eating dinner. And um, all is well, all is good, and then it's time, you know, to do the dishes. It's time to clean up. If this person doesn't, you know, offer mm. to pick up a tea towel or offer to that's clean the table or offer, you know, Preach. to actually, you know, do the dishes, um, then, the, yeah, that's a massive red flag, you know? So we have a friend who's that's been cool. in a long-distance relationship with his girlfriend for, I'd say, almost three years now. Um, and throughout their whole relationship, they've only seen each other about six or seven times. Well, that's and I that it is hard being that it is a long-distance relationship. But I want to know, is it still classified a long-distance relationship if Maz lives in Avondale and she lives in Mangele? Oh, <laughs> Red flag. Bro, a red flag for some guys is, I call them snakes, where early in their relationship they're like, 
you know, babe, I'm just trying to focus on my relationship with God. And, you know, matter of fact, I'm getting baptized next week. And, um, you know, I want you to excel in your relationship with God, too. <laughs> Those guys, they've only been in church for twice in a year, bro. Those guys need a hiding right now. One of the biggest red flags that I see and keep me anonymous, please, because this is like half of our family, is they start a joint Facebook account. Oh, like, yes. I just don't get that. I just want to say real quick, the only red flag I see is those Android Amigis on the three. Oh my gosh. Can we please get Uncle and iPhone? Red flag, you can't get a word in. She speaks over the top of him. That's one. Second one, she's too friendly with the bros. Red flag, when he's rude to the service staff at restaurants. Kia ora, Shifters whanau. So my red flag is when you're dating someone and they are constantly bringing up their ex, but it's only ever to talk kaka about them, or it's negative talk, or it's to bring them down. Red flag alert, controlling, bagging the ex, calling the ex crazy or psycho. Don't want to introduce you to friends or family after you've been dating a while. Multiple baby mamas, and with none of them, and especially red if they don't get on with any of them either. I think a red flag would be love bombing, saying that they'll do this for you, they'll do that for you, they give you this, they can give you that, but in the end they don't give you anything. When he Love scratches bombing. his balls and Loki oh. tries to smell his hand, but you snap him, <laughs> but he still does it anyways. Yeah. If they have a Snapchat. Can I get a yoza? Well, I was going to say Crocs, but Crocs is one. Um, but then also I'm living at your parents' house. Hold on. <laughs> I see great. <laughs> uh, red flag for... Oh, no, the other one we said was... Oh, no, you said was uh, being subtly controlling, like straight off the bat, mm. judging what they're wearing and that they shouldn't wear it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put... Wow. wow! Shifters, hold on a minute. That was amazing. Um, first, first, first thing uh, off the back of the last one. Uh, I don't, I don't think in these times, if if a man has a plan, him moving with his with his parents isn't 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 a bad thing anymore. Times are tough out here, man. I was just thinking, I thought it was a genius idea. I don't want to say it out loud. Great idea, <laughs> but but only if he has a plan. You know, just kind of going back to mum and dad to save for a bit before he can go out and stack the chips. That's it. Brooke, what do you think about all of those? Some very, very good ones in there. I was like trying to think the whole way through of like, man, which one do we go back to? Which one do we talk about? And it's hard because everyone like kind of nailed it off the back of it. And I was like thinking, okay, what's mine? That's the only thing I could do through that. Yeah, what's one like? What's one that you would experience? Like you've uh, seen? Three brothers. You got three brothers. I think that's a no for me. I know. Really? Yeah. Those are like genuine brothers. Like no, brothers. no, no, no. She's got three brothers. Like just bro- her brothers. Yeah, her brothers. As in like genuine blood brothers. Yeah. I'm not trying to... Can you unpack that for us? Yeah. Hang out and get alpha male left, right. And... <laughs> no, I'm good, man. You got three brothers? Yeah. All right. Cool. And a dad. Oh, <laughs> damn. No, you got the whole on. package. You mean, you mean this girl has a chance nah, of knowing her worth? <laughs> no, I don't want anything to do with that. I don't want anything to do with that. Brooke, this girl, yuck, this girl gonna see through my lies? Now nah, we Gucci. <laughs> This girl, this girl clued up in that. I'm over this way, my boy. Oh, y'all yeah. go, go date your brothers. Oh, it ain't well, for you. Well, you got there to the end of it. <laughs> you unlock something in there. 
Oh, Mark, what, what's so reflective? You, you know see? what? The one that resonated most for me was the one about the dishes. Mm, like you so take someone home. Do the dishes? Yeah, do the dishes. Mm. And you take someone home and they it's almost like test. don't get that. They just don't know on that level that this is, hey, you know what would look really good right now for both me and the partner? It would be helping out here. Mm. And if they can't read those those signs, I feel a little scared. A little don't ask the question. It's got to happen. I mean, I don't want to took from my experience but um for me what well, that was pretty good it only took like half an hour to get there today <laughs> no 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 it's a record for, for, for me i think you're right much mark the dishes one really hits home because i think what that also is, is talking to is like an awareness like it's real hot when someone has awareness awareness for other people around them common courtesy manners kind of taking initiative or, or understanding kind of where they're at and like yeah i would say if, if they lack awareness that's hot you know what? That's hot, bro. That's yeah. spicy. so hot when someone can. So much hotter than whether she's got a brother or not. <laughs> I just really like, too, so <laughs> hey, I know you ain't mugging my ones, my boy. <laughs> I know that if I took you home with me as my partner, Jordan, yes. I know you would jump up and do the dishes. Yes. And I'd do the same. Yes. Bro, feel, shut up. I, I would do like, the dishes. No, you wouldn't. No, you, oh. you know what? You, 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 get into the con- you get into a convo with the mum yeah. and like, make it last. what you've done here. Make it, make it last for 40 minutes and mm. then go, oh, I'll grab a tea towel. No. No, knowing they're already on the rack drip drying. Bro, That's maybe bro- like the third time there. <laughs> Not the first. Here's a hot take, though, for the bro who actually asked for advice. Can I say? Packerman. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think if... You consider someone to be close and they are unable to see red flags. Not pack him in, but you, you got you to let that man go. Like, you got to let him go through those lessons. But, let him learn. But tell him with love. Tell him, say, hey, look, there's some things that, you know, as your friend, me knowing you a bit longer, and I'm not saying you have to listen to me, but I would, me knowing you, being your mate, I would advise you to look out for this. But... You know. I've heard you give the speech before. Yeah, tell, tell me, it, bro. I'm not talking cucks, bro. I've done the speech heaps. That was real heartfelt. Jordan's is more direct. <laughs> Jordan's is more is find a little bit of space. It's just you two there. That's not it. <laughs> he doesn't miss though. <laughs> That's not I it. I miss my boy. No, but for real. actually, yeah, you were right with that <laughs> one <laughs> Thank too. You. Thank you. Well. But no, just be honest and then and let that you push that boat out, guys. And if the boat burns, you just watch it burn. Just be like, I told you. And you know what? Now that you're coming back with your tail between your legs, nah, you keep walking. Mm. Do the dishes. Nah, I'm kidding. Love your mates and uh, shout out to the bro. And uh, hundred thousand followers might be a red flag too. I, I hope some of you heard those red flags and maybe they've been manifesting in your life and you can <laughs> be like, okay, I need to do something about this. Here, here. This is the morning shift. You know what that is? That's the sound of one Matua Mark in his little happy place. Sports oh, Weekend Rap and none do it better than the man himself. Let's get it, get it. Matua Mark. Yeah, let's talk a little sport, fams. Because talking about dollar mixes at the dairy wasn't great enough. Oh, 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 oh. oh yeah, it still hurts. <laughs> still hurts. Uh, anyways, uh, Super Rugby, and I wanted to point this out to you both. What's your favourite team in Super Rugby, Brooke? Oh, I mean, I don't mind the Hurricanes. They go. What's right. your favourite team in this? Yes. And your two teams play each other this weekend. Blue Skull. And you know what? The winner of this can Come pretty on. much guarantee themselves a home quarterfinal. And the funny part of this is, you may actually be playing off in that quarterfinal again. Come together. on! That's what we live for. It's got down to this weekend, guys. Doesn't it, Granny? 
this is what it's all come down to. Mm, Blues, Hurricanes, Eden Park, Saturday night. It's going to be a doozy. I can't wait to put a 20-piece on. Something else that I've been quite looking forward to, and it was finding out where exactly Francis Ngannou and the USC were going to, was going to end up. Now, uh, you would have heard over the weekend, Francis Ngannou has revealed that the PFL is where he will be fighting his next two to three fights. Uh, he's also found... Beautiful. He's got himself the money now that he is uh, guaranteed his opponents during those fights a $2 million minimum purse. Oh, that's awesome. So if you're going to fight Ngannou, you're going to get $2 million straight into your yeah, bank account. Yeah, so you should. He's also been offered a, um, a role on the board at the PFL. Wow. He's the chairman of wow. PFL Africa. And he's also um, got himself like the ability to put sponsorship not only on himself, but also all around the octagon when he fights wow. in the PFL. Wow. Good on him, what man. What a deal. I found this really interesting because, of course, once Dana White had found out, the head of the UFC or president of the UFC found out, he didn't have much nice things to say. Based on what I know about the deal, which is not much. Um, oh, lovely, lovely start. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. I mean, you're going to pay a guy not to fight for a year. And it's already been like 18 months. He's fought three times in the last three years. It's just not what we do here. It's, just, it's, not, it's not what we do. And the day that we released him, I knew exactly what was going to happen. And... Uh, Francis wants to take zero risks. Doesn't want to take any chances. Um, and he d- obviously didn't want to take a chance against John Jones. And after we saw what happened with Cyril gone, you know, I, I don't blame him. I think the outcome would have been exactly the same. And I'm sure most of you do, and I'm sure Francis does too. Um, you know, and the media makes it sound like that I'm saying that he's afraid of him. I don't think that he's afraid of anybody. Mm. It's just the fact that he doesn't want to take any risk. <sighs> so it's so weird to say I don't think he's afraid of anyone. He just doesn't want to take any risk. Could probably be better described as I don't think he's scared as any of anyone. He just wants the best deal for him. <laughs> pretty un- <laughs> I, I just realised I, I gave a lot of people a lot of assumed knowledge here. So yeah, yeah what's PFL? Dana White was the is the president of, of the UFC, and Francis Ngannou was the heavyweight champion of the UFC. He refused to fight um, be- until some of the terms that were agreed to. Now the UFC didn't agree to them, and President Dana White let him walk, and he's walked to the opposition sort of MMA, which is the PFL, which is the Professional Fighters League. Oh, okay. And he signed with them, and this is the kind of treats he's got for signing with them. They're treating him like a human being. They're treating him like a proper asset. Giving him partial ownership of the PFL itself or a place on the board is huge. So basically, he's now he's now in the winner's cage. He's looking back at the UFC and going, this is what I asked for, this kind of treatment. Mm. And Dana White, who you just heard then, was like, I don't understand him, man. It's like he's scared. One of them scared, scared, but like just scared, scared. <laughs> I think it's great, but they also set themselves this really like tough precedent. The PFL. Yeah. If you're going to give someone that, why can't you give me that when I'm coming up too? Well, you're not the heavyweight champion of the world of MMA, of the most recognisable MMA. True, it's a big player for him. He's, that's a huge play for them, and you'll want to watch it, right? You won't care when, where, how. You'll watch the PFL for the first time when you hear Francis Ngannou is going to be fighting someone, right? Yeah, I probably will. But I'm just thinking Jordan? more for the next people coming through. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, same. It's a, and you know what? Him, uh, him saying he needs to guarantee his opponents two million dollars. Oh. If I'm a heavyweight now in the UFC, <laughs> and my con- I've got one fight left on my contract, am I re-signing with the UFC? Or am I going to the PFL and trying to fight Francis? 
which I would have been doing anyway if it was in the UFC. Yeah, and this is the thing, right? Title fighting, if yeah. the PFL is ever going to be bigger than the UFC, it needs the biggest names. And if the biggest names in the UFC start going, hmm, actually, look at that money they're getting over there. We're going to the PFL. The UFC is going to fall out of favour pretty damn quick. It's, it's giving where we used to work and now we're here. <laughs> the kind of same kind of deal. <laughs> Almost. I, I, I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> and finally, yeah. Yeah. before we get in trouble, uh, and finally, uh, the NBA is well on its way into finding oh. out who is going to be in the NBA finals. How about those Lakers? <laughs> you can just... How about those Phoenix Suns? How about those Lakers? Brooke and I are looking like we're still hope, man. Don't, don't bet against the king until it's over. <laughs> I, got, I got faith. At this stage, it's most likely it's going to be the Miami Heat taking on the Denver Nuggets. You know, I want to, I want to call it now. If there's anyone in the NBA that could do it, that could do it, that's LeBron. Come on, baby. And Come on. I just, oh, if, they, if they can win two games, if they can win the next two, LeBron can get get them to four. But obviously they've got to win the next two. But It's tough. They have to win the two next on the four, road. You know what I mean? I feel like if we get to 3-2, LeBron's like, we're going back to LA we, at that we, point, game six, we're, doing we're winning it. that. We're doing it all. Well, I've, I've lost a bit of interest in the NBA since the Phoenix Suns dropped out, so I did a bit of research. Uh, a little story on Shaquille O'Neal. We all know who Shaquille O'Neal is? Oh, Shaq, man. Of big course. D's my favorite. The big old star. It's pretty easy to consider Shaq a bit of a smart businessman. He's worth now currently $400 million. I'm a businessman. The big cactus, a.k.a. Big Diesel, wasn't always savvy with his money, though. In fact, Shaq blew through $20 million in three days. This was when one of his um, biggest paychecks was in 1996 when he, he said signed 20 million in yeah. three days. Los Angeles Lakers signed up for seven years there. That's a lot of crap. $20 million <laughs> deal. Didn't smoke any of it, funnily enough. <laughs> so Shaq got $20 million handed to him immediately. So that was when he signed for the Lakers. He got 20 mil in the hand. And the first thing he did, he went to a shop to buy a car. After looking at all the Rolls Royces, uh, the dealer asked Shaq if he could actually afford one of these cars. Uh, and that didn't sit well with Mr. O'Neill, so he decided to buy three. Oh, we caught his bluff. Mm, mm. Walked out of there uh, with uh, spending $1.3 million on cars. Yeah, he drove out of there at least. Shaq spent the second day house hunting, brought a mansion in Beverly Hills worth seven mil, and then Shaq's accountants told him that of that $20 million, he actually had to turn $10.5 million over for tax. <laughs> Boy, five. Wow. So he was in a bit of a, an ordeal. He only had $1.3 million to spend left. I know that sounds like a lot for us, but when you've got that yeah, much money, yeah. you're used to that much money, money was going pretty damn quickly. In the end, he learned really quickly that tax man comes in and gets takes your money. Yeah. But there are some states in America where you don't get taxed. And then there are some states where, Brooke, let's say you're playing for the Wellington Saints, yeah. and then you flew up to Auckland to play against the Auckland Tuatara. Mm-hmm. You would actually have to pay tax in Auckland as well. There are states that actually tax all these players oh, as they're on tour. So niggly. So they've got little bits of tax for having to be paid because they were working, in quotation marks, on the court in that area. They have a certain amount of That's tax. That's confusing, eh? That's rough. Get an accountant, folks. That's all I can say. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah, but no one wants to share their good accountant, you pricks. Ask <laughs> <laughs> how many friends are, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll... Um, yeah, oh, I'll, I'll give me an email. Shush. And also going to be looking at the NBA shoes as well. Did you know that there are three kinds of main shoe deal, merchandise deals in the NBA? So if you're an absolute superstar, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, mm. you, you get what's called a signature deal. Uh, this means you get your own shoe and you get uh, paid 5 to $15 million annually. 
uh, and there are only 22 players in the NBA currently that have a signature deal. Tear down, it's called cash deals. These deals are for good players that haven't reached signature status, Bradley Beal, DeMar DeRozan, and are typically paid between $200,000 to $3 million annually, and about 20% of the NBA currently has a cashew deal. And then if you're just kind of like a, a good-ish player, not, not bad, but a good-ish player, you get what's called the merchandise deal, which is more than 75% of the NBA. Basically, what you get is around 25Ks worth of spend. So you get to spend around 25 grand uh, in a season on whatever gear you'd like, and that just means that you're part of the merchandise deal. Oh, I'd like a merchandise deal. So I'd be keen, on a, keen on a merchandise keen. deal. Their pure DMs, apparently, on their road trips are like five grand. Wow. Speaking of signature shoes, though, they've Nuts taken uh, Jamarant's ja oh, uh, shoes off the website, right? Oh, no. Because of the second but, but. offence. Basically, if you don't know who this is, one of the superstars of the NBA was caught on... Uh, was it well, the first time was on live? Yeah. Both, both times. Both uh, flashing a gun. Obviously, terrible image for the NBA. Went through a huge ordeal. Had to do like a public apology. People got around him. Um, and then... Last week he got caught again. This was all in the space of like uh, I'm probably stretching it here, but two months. It was <laughs> interesting listening to um, Barkley uh, <laughs> just kind of just because people have been coming out and saying, "Hey, well, technically, if he owns the gun and it's on his residence, he's not doing." Isn't breaking any laws? Yes, there is a uh, there's a code of conduct. Co- conduct. Con- <laughs> conduct. Code of conduct. There is a code of conduct he should be following. Yes, yes. and his NBA contract, all of that. So yeah. obviously what it looks like is bad. But I just thought, what an interesting situation we have on our hands here, right? Potentially the face of the league. He's, he's one of them. He's going the right way he's too. Already, he's already guaranteed, I think, to lose $90 million of his $200 million contract because of this ordeal, both times. And his sponsorship deals too. Who and his sponsorship deals, Nike. And Gatorade. They gave him a signature oh. shoe. He's got Nike and Gatorade. You know what? It's interesting to me though. If I'm the owner of the Memphis Grizzlies, and yes, the the onus is always on the individual. Yeah. At the end of the day, Jar needs to make these decisions. <laughs> However, his friends need to stop going live. One hundred percent. If you know what, how well scouts look at players mm. from the time they're in college, going through the NBA, they're going to know if you're going to go left or right before you even think you're going left or right. They know every, every single part of your game. It's very. I'd be very surprised if Grizzlies didn't understand the kind of behaviour and where Jar hangs out after the type of friends he hangs out with. They know what's going on with their players, especially their franchise superstars. They're franchise superstars, and so I would, I would just think as the owner, I would, uh, you'd want to forecast that. You want to get some good mentors around him. You want to get some. No, I think it's gone the other way. So he yeah. went to like a private school. He, he was, grew up with his parents. He, and was, he, oh, I, he came in right, I, and then I, he's got money, and it's turned, and that's where they're like, what the? Oh, you mean he got money and got friends. new friends? Yeah. 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 And that was where the switch up has come. He's always wanted to be a gangster, but he's never been the gangster. And now that he's got money, he's a gangster. It's not. I, I think. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't agree with that narrative. Eh? I. I think. I think. I don't think he wants to be a gangster. I think this is this is the hard thing about culture, culture and music, culture with sports fans, culture and being a young professional player. Also, being to back your in point, America, like yeah. it's a it's a it's a thing of culture. Like flashing and all that. I don't think it's really he wants to go out there and gangbang. Well, he's talking with and hanging around people who are Doing connected to the gangs. Mm. And he's whipping out his gun when he gets a chance to. And going to the strip clubs and, and acting out all the lyrics. And whether that's culture or gangster, whatever the two are, he's doing what isn't good for his Absolutely. career when it comes to the NBA. So let's say this happened in rugby. Yeah. One of our, one of our rugby franchise players, he's... Started ripping out a Yolza. 
No? <laughs> Thank you, mate. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. I, just, I actually wasn't trying to get anywhere. I just wanted to talk about it. I just think it's so buzzy to me. Well, don't feel sorry for Nike. If we look through the market cap by brand 2023, mm. who's making, who's bringing in the most money? At number one, Nike rules supreme. $190 <laughs> billion. Dollars. Wow. 100%. Adidas, $32 billion. That's the difference? That's what our Yeezy, my boy. They're going to be 10 million this year. <laughs> Puma, 10 billion. Well, that's the same company. And coming in fourth, Steph Curry's Under Armour. In oh, four really? billion. Yeah. So Nike is so far ahead. A little this and that from, <laughs> from Jar won't, won't affect their money. Also, I watched Air over the weekend while we're talking about Nike. That's a good movie. Can you go watch it? Yeah, yeah, very, watch very good movie. Worth the watch. All right, guys. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Mark. Is that, is that sports chat? That is it. We're done. We wrapped up. Hey, always going to have a yarn on a Mahi Monday. Hey, hey, Every day. Hey, I don't know. Mark, you got, I don't know what I just did. we got to go. Man. Sorry about us. Ah, it's a bit tired today. Sorry. My words were getting all over the place, you know? Contact. I just want to say crack one more time, too. Three, crack. two. <laughs> this. Yeah, thanks, Mark. The shift. <laughs> the shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Morning shift. I'm gonna make him an offer again with you. The shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is the shift. Got <laughs> Okay.